0: The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair. And Manchester City are Premier League winners. That means it's back-to-back titles. That's four titles in eight seasons. And we needed 14 consecutive league wins to retain our crown. And it's 10 years since anyone has retained the title. On the 29th of December, to remind you, back last year, we were 10 points behind Liverpool. We had 32 wins during the season, equalling last season's club record. And on Saturday, we have the chance to win the unprecedented domestic treble. To discuss that and much more, I've got three guests. One of my oldest pals, David Blakeney. Hi, Nigel. Celebrity City fan. Well, we couldn't get Noel, so it's John Stapleton. Much cheaper. And making his debut. So late in the season, former MP for Crew in Nantwich and former Minister of State, Edward Timpson. Welcome.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Nigel. Good to be here.
0: Uh, what we tend to do with new guests uh, is kind of their sort of city credentials, you know, first game, yeah. favourite player when you were a young lad growing up up there. So can you cast your mind back to those? Yeah, we're, g- we're going
1: back to the late 70s yep. and uh, my dad taking me the foot fir- I can't remember the very first game. The first game I can remember with real delight was the 6-0 thrashing we gave Norwich City in the run to the FA Cup final in 1981. Which we lost to Spurs. Uh, to which the we replay. lost 3-2 in the replay. But people always forget the seat McKenzie goal. Uh, they but, do. Um, yeah, yeah. That's something that we have to live with. But we're making uh, more history now. And uh, actually, the reason my dad started taking me to City was uh, because a good friend of his, a chap called Simon Cousins, who died a couple of years ago, yeah, he indeed. bought, uh, as a, the Cousins soap mm. um, guru, he bought 10% of City shares for £5,000 in 1964. <laughs> and that entitled him to be a director. So that, that's where our sort of city loving started.
0: And, um, yeah, it's been um, every season since. And your dad, Sir John, is a regular. I see him regularly with his, I don't know how old, he. I'd love to know how old his Sky Blue scarf. Is there a story about that scarf that your dad wears every game?
1: Well, I think, I think it's gone through quite a few dogs and uh, <laughs> he just about manages to sort of hold it together. Um, but, uh, no, he's, he was at the uh, Vicarage Road game that we saw you at. Yep. Um, so he's still, he's 76 now, but he still tries to go to as many games as he can. with are season ticket holders. Yep. in the East Stand so uh, no we sat together unfortunately not on the away stand seats at Brighton uh, on Sunday
0: but together at his house to, to watch another famous victory Fantastic we look forward to discussing that uh, before we do that the Man City Show is back for the season by Ladbrokes download the Ladbrokes app and play one two, three, a free game where you have to uh, predict three correct Premier League scores and get all three right and win £100 get just one right and get a free £2 bet and correct um get this right and two correct for a free £5 bet terms and conditions of course apply um, can we just start with the, the generic question of having given you that introduction and described that amazing back to back Premier League uh, win how does it feel David just, just just, let's talk about feelings to start with how do you feel today
2: I think a mixture of unbelievable relief and unbelievable excitement of what we've achieved you just thought this morning we have done it and for the last well for especially the last five games there's so much pressure on us and every game knowing you cannot afford to slip up. So I do think there's that mixture but this yesterday to think we did it and and the enormity of what we've achieved is so huge because all it took is a draw or a loss and suddenly all this unbelievable thing we've achieved just goes out the window we're not good enough we should have it changes everything so amazing
0: as good as any league title John
3: for you oh I think so definitely I mean, I agree with every single word that David has just said I mean the last few few weeks the last few games have been absolute agony to watch wherever you were watching out the ground or even on television I mean particularly the second half of each of these games you know you've been thinking oh god come on city we started slowly you know a good number, of, number of times and we did yesterday at Brighton started slowly like, rather lethargic uh, and then, of course, they scored this goal. And I thought, oh, my God. And everyone in the, in the stand thought, oh, my God. And it, when we came through. And what I think it's very impressive, perhaps the most impressive performance, because th- this time around, City have showed such resilience, such guts, yeah. such determination. You know, we will fight to the end. And they've dug out, literally dug out some of these uh, victories. Uh, and it's, it's a tribute to Pep. I mean, my son said yesterday... When when we heard Maradona was playing, and maybe come to Mars in a bit more detail, everyone I met before the game said, "Oh my God, Maradona is playing!" Well, we know the story now, don't we? And my son said afterwards, he said, "That's why Pep's a genius." He is. I'm sure we'll come back to Mahrez. um You you
0: will have. Seen a, a few league titles as, as I said in the introduction, uh, Edward. We've had what four in eight seasons. Yeah. Is this kind of the most satisfying? Maybe the Aguero goal would, would that be better, the first one, or is actually this because of the fact that we kind of walked it last year and then Liverpool mm. people have said have you know clearly pushed us all the way and have got to have some credit for that? But we've we've stuck yeah. in there as, as the guys have already said, you know, we've ground out these results and we've we've won 14 consecutive games. I mean, that's just unbelievable. I know it's for
1: We used to. You know, where we we're going to have fourteen successive losses in the in the bad old days. I mean, this. It, I mean, it's it is absolute dreamland. But I, you know, the first the first Premier League, I think, is has something special about it, and the way it happened. Um, I, I, I to the, to this day, I will regret that. I had to fulfil an obligation in my constituency to play cricket in crew, oh. and I missed I missed the Aguero goal. But both my did, mum and dedication did, did he get runs? Did he get runs or wickets? I think I got I got a hit of four, and then I think it was out, so I could go and listen to the radio. But uh, my, you know, my mum and dad were there, which was for them was an amazing amazing moment. But I was there for the company goal against Leicester, and although it it didn't have quite the same sort of um, Sort of consequence in that it was make or break on the title it certainly felt like it in the ground mm. and just the way it happened and the um the the, the roar that was quite similar to when we we scored what we thought was a winning goal against Tottenham in the Champions League That just sort of sort of, uh, sort of unadulterated bliss and everyone jumping up and down hugging anything they could find mm. so so I, th- I think this the, the first title is is very very special but I think the way we did this and the way it's described, it was a sort of combination of artistry and industry, really showing that sort of guts and resilience, mm. which we had to show it all the way to the end because Liverpool did not let up. Mm. And we have to remember, you know, from from their point of view, they've 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 got more points than anyone else ever in in the top division, apart from us. Yeah,
0: tough. Uh, can we? T- we'll talk about individuals in a second, John. Can Can I just talk about that period of? Uh, we hear that Liverpool go uh, one 0 up, uh, and then. Because of our lack of height, uh, we've got Murray sort of steals in at the near post, and suddenly we're 1 0 down. And you do think for that period, and you rightly said that we started very slowly, we looked nervy. We did. And it was not convincing. And you think, at that point, you have to, as a city fan, going back as long as we have, that this is not going to be our day. This is something is going to happen. Did 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 you genuinely feel that at that I point? Felt,
3: I felt at that time almost as bad as I felt in 2012. You know, when we went, we were playing QPR and we went and we went down, and we heard the United were winning. I felt that it, I just then had my head in my hands, and it, this is so City. You know because I've gone back a very, very long way. This is so city, so rotten, so bad luck, and just typical of this team. A bit of that yesterday, Um, although we still had quite a long way to go, but we were right behind that goal, and, you know, it shouldn't have happened, but it did. And I thought, is this going to be one of those days? Because we were playing our wonderful, what I call tippy-tappy sideways football, but not actually getting anywhere near scoring a goal as far as I could see anyway um, yeah I, I, did, I did feel down um, I didn't feel out but I felt down and, and so did everyone around me I and mean, that, that 3, 000, those 3,000 fans or whatever they were behind the goal just around one, one corner were very quiet for a few minutes mm-hmm. I, well for 83 seconds <laughs> 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 so it wasn't that bad David, your, your
0: thoughts at that point? Because some City yeah. fans are saying, and Pep was saying, and the players obviously were saying, look, we, we knew we, we, were, we were good enough, we were good, always going to turn it around. There's plenty of time still left in the game. I, from a personal point of view, I didn't. I really, I was nervous before the game, actually, as well, myself. It's, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm that sort of City fan anyway. I always worry about these I, things.
2: I was really worried they'd score first, knowing we had to score two. Mm. I was worried then they would shut shop and make it even more, and we would get frustrated at half-time. I didn't have long enough to think about it before we'd scored. And it's almost, you, you blink, we go straight up the field and score, and it takes away. I think that was the most, one of the most significant moments in the season because that was so, I, I don't know if we would have won in the same way had we gone through to half time, but that was just such a boost for the players because then it's back to nil nil, release. So I didn't really have long enough to get worried about it.
0: And it was that Managuero. Huh. But hasn't Silver got to get some credit as well? I mean, that, that amazing wow. touch, that, to have the vision, to have the the know-how to realise he was there, and that just sort of wrong-footed the defender, and it was straight to goal He still had a job to do, of course. He still had to finish, and he did it brilliantly, which great yeah. that he was on the score sheet on the last day of the season.
1: Uh, absolutely, but it just... I mean, that summed David Silver up, didn't it, really? that you know, In that, that one moment, he didn't have a, a, almost a millisecond to think about what to do, but he still knew exactly how to execute... Uh, that that perfect little dink to Aguero, who was on song straight through the goalkeeper's legs, and we're back to one all, effectively where we started. And for the first fifteen twenty minutes, we were we were struggling to find some rhythm. We looked um, a bit bit off colour. Carl um, Walker was sort of spraying it around a bit wildly. Uh, Myers wasn't really getting into the game, and. It, it all came what we thought was going to be sort of a, a smart move from Pep to sort of bring Sterling into the centre and it just wasn't working. They didn't feel comfortable with it. And when we made that change, um, not a little bit later on in the game, you could see we were, the confidence came back, the, the foot was more free-flowing... Um, and we were just much more incisive, more penetrative, more direct, and ultimately more successful.
0: And was it that, the, the, the move, the tactical move, or do you think it was actually their goal that sort of woke City up? What would you, what would you say was the, the turning point? Because there was an absolute, definite difference. You know, the intensity, the, the, we seemed lacking in confidence, actually, and, and nervous, as I say, and that seems to just change once they scored.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think their goal was a real wake up call. And the fact that we scored 83 seconds later with, um, you know, a really. Um, sort of determined goal really that's how I describe it is in we are going to go other, down the other end and we're going to score I think that's where the attitude started to shift and they realised actually you know, we can't keep doing what we're doing uh, we're better than this um, and I'm sure that's what was said um, again at half time which saw us then come out and really um, put the, um, um, the foot on the
3: accelerator and demonstrate why we are the best team in England
0: Should we uh, talk about Mahrez's goal then?
3: Well, as a cracker, and he made you know he made Laporte too. Don't forget, you know the cross. Um, and you know, as I said earlier, I was one of the people who said, "Oh my God, Mara, Because I have not been impressed. I'll be I'll be quite honest. You know how much we pay for this guy sixty million quid. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I've said on a number of occasions. You know, when has he made me go wow? Yeah. Um, and I have to say, never until yesterday. <laughs> uh, and what does he do? Well, he cuts inside because he hasn't got a right foot. Uh, and what else does he do? Well, he cuts inside. You know, um, and so I, I, I'm sorry to be so. Um, well, derogatory, really, um, but uh, that, that was distinctly my impression. Yesterday it changed, and, and, and I think there were so many people around me saying exactly the same thing. Oh, Morris, yeah, never said a bad word against him. Ah. Can, can
0: I just challenge that for a second, John, and, and just say that he hasn't had much of a run in the side. He's not had much of a chance, no, I suppose. It would be the argument hey, you, you could put. Yeah,
3: it's, that's a fair point. That is absolutely a fair point. But when he, you know, if you've paid that much money a player you know, you you do expect something special and I have not seen something spe- I until yesterday I personally have not considered anything he's done that special and I would always put Sarney in I think the last time we talked I, I, you know you know I'm a big fan of Sony I'd always put Sonia in ahead of him because I think Sarney was on the, on the evidence thus far as a game changer he didn't get a look in yesterday uh, I think there's something going on in the background there that you know maybe he doesn't get on with pep i don't, I'm not I don't know but Something's going on about. Anyway, he wasn't playing yesterday. And Mares was... I mean, Myers was man of the match for me in, in many ways.
0: David, your, your thoughts on uh, Mr Mares?
2: I, I think, yeah, lack of game time doesn't happen. He, I mean, at the end of the day, he was footballer of the year at some stage. But maybe Pep wasn't getting the best out of him for some reason. When most players under Pep have improved dramatically... I'm not sure why Pep didn't get more out of him and maybe, the, maybe he had a bit more freedom and not, in, not much to lose yesterday by going for it because, really, he, he did have that last game. and may, I wonder, in his mind, he felt he had something to make up for with that penalty miss. I wonder if it is on a player's mind that they could have cost us and they know they've got something to make up for in that game because we would have all said if we didn't win the title, it's because he missed that penalty that everyone would have come back to so, so I think maybe that was a determination. And maybe Pet wound him up in the right way this time. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Pep always eulogises about Mares in training, says he's, he's one of the best best players and he's mesmerising to watch. And he's just translating that on, onto the pitch. And I just I think part of the game time issue is also him sort of imposing his own personality on the team. And it always feels that he's not quite yeah. gelled yeah. with the rest of the group. And that, you know, that may just be my observation. He may, may be mess, best mates with all of them, I don't know. But it just feels that he's just slightly on the periphery. Um, and maybe another another season where he starts to integrate, get a bit more game time, yeah. we'll see see the best of Maris. Because clearly what he showed on, on Sunday, yeah. he is still a, a fantastic but, player.
2: But interesting, Silva probably didn't have the best season, did he, his first season? Leonardo. No. And look at him now. Yeah. And whether these really talented players struggle under Pep sometimes the first season because of expectations. And maybe mm. he could be a completely different player next year. Once Pep's got into him... Um, I
3: think that, that's yeah. possibly. I think you know. I think it's true of players who come to the. Prem, I think that's true of pre- players who come to the premiership, premiership for the first time. It takes them a while to adapt to the, the, to the Premier League.
2: But he had been playing in the Premier League,
3: you know. Yeah, uh, but therefore he,
2: he's He was the best player there, and now he's surrounded by world class players. Yeah. It's harder, isn't it? True. He's under pressure under the spotlight.
0: Let's just cover the, the other couple of goals as well. Obviously Laporte for, straight from a corner sort of seem to steal in from the edge of the box, lack of marking, um, uh, not great for defensive stuff from, from Brighton. And then, of course, the Gunduan free kick, which I guess is straight from the training ground and uh, oh, brilliantly executed, went in exactly the right place. Yeah, I
1: mean, <coughs> Laporte's done that a couple of times this season. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a strength that we perhaps need to see more of, sort of gen, generally. We're not the biggest team. Laporte's probably sort of head and shoulders above above the rest of them. Um, so that may be an area where we want to strengthen particularly if it looks like Ottomendi might be moving on at the end end of this season um, but you know Laporte is just very very professional I think he's I think he's only going to get better be interested to see how he develops into a leader and whether he's someone you know his company starts to hopefully not for, for September but um, in a, another year from now that he, he decides to move out of, of the playing uh, captain's role and um, whether he sta- stays in the club we'll, we'll see so I think Laporte's got um, a, lot, a lot to offer and he, he showed that with that goal which again came at a really significant time in the game we'd just got, got back on level terms and it just c- cemented the feeling actually we're going to be okay here
3: yeah. um, oh, he's and a great bite. I mean yeah. apart from his two cock-ups against yeah. next Tottenham yeah. uh, we no, only can forgive anyone at one game like that, he's been tremendous, absolutely tremendous. How that guy doesn't get in the French team, I do not know.
2: That's good, though. At least he doesn't play for them. Well, maybe. good good news for us, absolutely. Yeah.
3: Not great news for him, perhaps. But maybe, again, it's alleged, it's an attitude thing. The, the French manager doesn't think he has the right attitude, a bit like Sane and the German manager. But who knows? I don't really care. He's been fantastic for us.
0: I agree, I think he's at one for the future. Talking about company then, um, it was interesting his reaction at the end of the Leicester game, he was physically in tears Yes. Um, it seemed to me to look like a, a wave, mm. as opposed to an applaud, applauding the, the crowd normally when a player goes off they tend to kind of clap them, yeah. and maybe I'm reading too much into this, and when he was interviewed afterwards I've, I've, I've watched it since coming home from the game four times, and <laughs> he seems to not want to answer the question about his future, and mm. sort of maybe Maybe they're waiting until the FA Cup final which would make sense before they make any announcement but if if I were a betting man I'd say that possibly Vincent's going to be moving to some sort of coaching role or, or I just it just appears to me that that's the, all the signs are saying that Vincent's on his way out and maybe he's played his last game. I, I'd hate that to be the case, because I think he's got a lot to offer. He's uh, His fitness problems earlier in the season, he's played, what, four or five games on the trot now towards the end of the season?
3: And he's been and, a rock.
0: And he's been and he's a leader, yeah. and he's a rock, and yeah. all the things that we know. So your thoughts on that? Am I am I reading too much into no, that, I or think, is that your assessment I don't as well? think you
3: are necessarily at all. Uh, I think that in the last four or five games, he's earned the right to be there. Next year, and because he is, you know, put aside for one moment the fact that he's a fantastic ambassador for the club, he's a brilliant captain, he's a great, he marshals the team brilliantly on, on the field. Put all that to aside, you know, he in his pure performances in the last four or five games have been brilliant, actually. And and you know, you, you would we would have been a lesser team without him. And, and in my opinion, he's worth keeping on, even if it's only for say 10 12 games ne- next season, because his dressing room influence uh, is apparently. Considerable, uh, and his on on the field presence is is absolutely well. There's there's no one like him in my view, and that goal is, which uh, you mentioned, Edward, you know that, that will live with us forever. No, I'd keep him as a as a player at least for another twelve I knew months. I
0: know you would. Sadly, you're not in charge. No. Sadly, not. Not, not I, yet. I suppose but my question is, what what are you reading into the signs no. that you are seeing? Do, do you? Do you I think we'd all want him to <laughs> stay yeah, for all yeah, the reasons I you agree. I, mean, what, are I am you reading convinced into like he wants
2: one? to play more games. I am too. And Pet won't let him because. He doesn't want to risk his injuries too much, and I think he wants to go somewhere where he plays almost as many games as he can when he's fit.
3: Well, that means two more centre halves because
2: Otamendi. Well, look, yes, as well. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he rates. Um, is it Garcia? Yeah. Maybe that's for the future. Yeah. But I think. I don't think we. Ha- I think it's in his hands, not our hands, mm. and it's whether he's promised game time.
0: Vinny on his way out, Edward.
2: I,
1: I hope, hopefully not. Um, it, I think he's been there for 10 years, he's sort of integrated himself into Mancunian life, um, he, you know, he's, he represents the, the city as much as he, yeah. as he does the football club, so that would be a real wrench, not just for him but his family, to think about him moving on, so I just wonder whether it's a decision that he's either made some time ago, or um it's one that he just doesn't want to make
3: because it's it's yeah. almost almost too difficult my guess is he wa- he wants to stay and he's waiting I think for so. them to tell him whether he can yeah, or not yeah actually.
1: but you know he's i mean wow. his last 5 games he's been 8 or 9 out of 10 mm-hmm. in every game yeah. and you know why would you want to say to a player like that thanks mm-hmm. but no thanks it's a bit of a and i you know john terry's probably the closest you get to it where chelsea sort of kept saying, actually, we'll give you, an, give you another season. Um, and he, he, he repaid them. So I think he just gives so much to the club uh, and to the city. Uh, and as fans, um, he embodies everything that has made us such uh, an
2: incredible club to support. Um, we want to see him stay. I think if he goes, he'll only go for a season and then he'll hang his boots up and come back as a coach. Yep. There's no doubt he'll come back to the club and work in the club going forward, I'm sure. Yeah, we've
0: got a lot of coaches, haven't we? Do you see how many came on at the end? I mean, we <laughs> got, got more coaches Ooh. than
2: bullocks. Can you, can you...
0: <laughs> I remember the days when there was the, the manager and the, and, and, and the, system, the fellow yeah, with the bucket, yeah, 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 and that was it? Yeah. I
3: counted 25 on game. Yeah, twenty-five people in tracksuits on the touchline. Yeah. You know. There were
0: more more than twenty-five. Obviously, all the but sports but scientists listen, came on. Are, are we complaining? I'm not. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> Bring well, it. They've
2: on. even got one who makes the drinks.
3: Yes. Is that right? Yeah, she and makes got, all the energy drinks and, and Peps mate. the
2: water Waterpul polo, water polo water power, Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've I no yeah. idea what he does,
3: but whatever it is, it works. He's very like well. his well
2: mentor. He's their sort of psychology. They're all, impor- so they're all uh,
3: important. They've all got us
0: to where we've got to. Fantastic. Can I talk actually about this? Sort of talking more generically as well, if I can. And and this whole season, we. To remind ourselves, we, we've done this without a left back, pretty much. Yeah. We've done it without probably our best player as well, of course, in KDB. Why the success? So, a uh, big question now. Is, is this all about Pep? Is this about the players? Is it about the money? Now, why have we had such outstanding success in these last two years it's got to be pep hasn't it it's got to to be down ultimately it's got to be down to him and the way he motivates those players
3: i I would say definitely and and his ability to turn players into something they thought they would never be zinchenko being a classic example i've a lot of time for zinchenko he doesn't get very well rated in the sort of ratings at the end of the match report Mm. by a lot of writers etc but i think you know the kid has done really really well you know midfield player turned to left emergency left back and he's never really let us down at all, in my opinion. Well, hasn't he
0: won it? every single game that he's played yeah, in this yeah, I season? Think yeah, you're 20 right. 22 yeah. or something yeah. like yeah.
3: that yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's a classic example of of Pep having faith in time. And he's played people in all. more Delft was played out then. He's not a yeah. left back. Delft was played there as well without too much damage, you know? So I, I think it is Pep. And I think that obviously the. the, the what jimmy hill used to call the strength in depth you know we have we have a fantastic squad of very talented players who can and uh, the, and uh, uh, of, of course you know Gundial is another example of someone who's not naturally doing what uh, playing you know in, in in his normal role but i, I thought the last few games at least gundale done really well yeah yeah
0: but edward yeah. sort of your, your thoughts on on peb your first show first yeah. opportunity um clearly uh, lots of lots of Teams have spent money. Liverpool have spent far more than us in the last couple of years. We know that. They're trying to buy the league and, and fail miserably. It's not about the money. Uh, but Pep has got a special bond. He's, he's, he's got a special team there, hasn't
1: he? He has. And you've got to remember, he's now only the, the third manager ever to do back-to-back mm. titles. So that in itself is a, is a statement. But he, it's, I think it's the culture he's created that sort of oozes through every pore of the club. So everybody understands what they're there for the intensity of, of the, the mission uh, and that everybody knows what their job is within, within that, that team ethic. And uh, I think so, some people would probably find it too much and they get found out and they, therefore they move on. But, but you, it's very hard to find any player who under Pep's management has not got better mm-hmm. uh, and, and particularly any who have got worse. Uh, and if they have, well, they're not there anymore because they clearly weren't up to the job. So, you know, Pep has been instrumental. He's been, he's been the, the, you know, the, the catalyst, the fulcrum, whatever you want to call it. But he's, the, he's the guy. He's the guy who's made this happen. And he's, but we have to remember, he has been really well supported, and it's, and he's been able to make decisions with people that he trusts. He's brought a team with him um, who have had success with him uh, in Germany, uh, in Spain. So, you know, it's, it's a well worked formula but he translated it to
0: English football, which a lot of people didn't think he would, he would, yeah. he well, would be able said, to do, P- and he's done it. People did say that, didn't they, David, to yeah. be fair? They said it, his sort of football won't work, and when he didn't win anything in his first season, of course, well, lots of people were
2: using that as a great... And now everyone wants to play like Pep, and it's unbelievable the best teams are Pep-type teams. Look at Liverpool and others. They all want to play that way. You know what's remarkable? I mean, first of all, the statistic of Pep here is he has won three Barcelona titles, three Bar Munich and now two at City. If he wins another one with us, three league titles per... Uh, three of the top leagues, you've got to be pretty good to do that. But it's a mentality he instills, is being a winner. And when you are able to tell and train people to be winners and you get them to focus, that's what he is. He is a winner. And he's made our players believe they are winners because we won this season because of a mentality. Because actually, okay. Liverpool was probably better than us in many times, but we still found a way to win.
3: Yeah, can you say a word about Liverpool and our reaction to Liverpool? I actually become uncomfortable with the, some of the responses I've seen on Twitter and other places about Liverpool from City fans. You know, because, come on, credit where credit's due. Yeah. That is a a great team they've got there. A very, very good team which I think as has been said already any other season would have won the title hands down. So let's just give them a bit of credit. Um, I like... A lot of other people. I don't like the whinging that comes from some of the Liverpool fans from time to time.
0: And I think that's the point, John. I think it's the fact. I think we've got to kind of separate almost kind of the yeah. fan base and their behaviour uh, and some of their the comments. Team. But the team, what well, the I team think has do- done. Yeah. Um, has,
3: yes, they spent money. They spent what two hundred and fifty million pounds in, in, in the close season, etc. But so have we, you yeah. know, and so has sure. every club that's in the top six. So, just give Klopp and, and his team, the, I think, the credit they deserve for what is what is a very very by anybody's standards a really good season. And just back off.
2: I, I agree. I think they are quite a scary team to watch because they are very strong. They've got unbelievable uh, full-backs. Which oh, I love their we, full-backs. fullbacks so i take as, both their full-backs yeah, at the heartbeat. And, 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 and Van Dijk is just a, a colossal, uh, a colossus. And, you know, when you watch and you go, how can they not win the league? And you look, and we've not always played great, have we? We scrape through. So... Maybe they just haven't got the mentality yet. But if they do get that mentality, then if they get the confidence, they're going to be a very difficult side to keep away from us. So, I think, I think one of the things that they've good. done, if
1: you've got to remember, they're 25 points up from where they were yeah. at the end of last season. I mean, that's, that's
2: huge yeah. uh,
1: and, you know, compared with where United and, and others are. Uh, and If you look at their spine, that's where they've made the difference. They've got... Uh, you know, Allison in goal they've got Van Dijk yeah. at the back. then they got Henderson and then obviously the front three speak for themselves and you know I think that's where you, we have to expect there to be another challenge next season because if that, if that's there plus the plus two wing backs who I think have more assists by yeah. far than than any other wing backs in the whole of the division you know they, they, they're going to be a, a real proposition but that, that's, that, 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 that spine that backbone to mm-hmm. the team is just as important for us and it was no coincidence for me that on Sunday we had Company, Silver Aguero. Same as 2012.
0: I was going to do it later, but let's pick up what you said now. And, and I was going to talk a little bit later about summer signings and where we think we may have some uh, gaps so so you kick off then for us edward in terms of wh- where where are the priorities is it the the ubiquitous gundawin situation would that be kind of number one target for us he's 34 35 he was 34 at the weekend i think wasn't he fernandinho, fernandinho. A- fernandinho. Yeah. who did i say
1: Gundogan. Gun- Gundogan. I'm, Gundogan. I'm
0: sorry I, well, he did a great job uh, filling in so i mean i mean yeah, fernandinho, yeah we, we,
1: we, first of all, we need to get gundawin on a contract yeah, so I think he's. I think he's. He's winding it down without without any resolution. And I actually thought he was, if not man of the match, he was close to man of the match against Brighton. I just thought he controlled midfield really well. Obviously, the, the, the free kick was the icing on the cake. But um, I just thought he was, You know, he was. He was industrious. He was clever. Uh, and he was quite calm as well in what was a very you know, difficult uh, potentially difficult situation so we want to, want to nail him down centre backs whatever happens to the company Otamendi's potentially on, on the way he's I think 31, nearly 32 so we're going to need to think whether Garcia's ready to step up or whether we need to think about um, uh, bringing someone else in the, the ongoing drama and saga about left back Uh, Can we rely on Mendy? Is Zinchenko the long-term answer, despite the fact he's not naturally a left-back and he has got some weaknesses on the turn and and sometimes physically? Uh, And then we've got to think about up front and whether... In terms of the, the height issue, which I think uh, Pep's been going on about, trying to bring a bit more, we get so many corners and free kicks that we can fly into the box. But apart from you know Laporte, who came up trumps on Sunday, we don't get much return on it. And I think that's yeah. an area maybe someone who uh, dare I say it, sort of Edin Dzeko's style, that's exactly could, what, uh, could, exactly could, what popped into could my head, could come in and um, and get us a few more goals that way. But you know, but we you know to to, to be brutally honest, you know we're, we're this is a nice problem to have, right? You know, we've sure. got just the most
0: unbelievable squad of players. But they are getting a little bit older. That's the only thing. Yeah. You know, another year on, uh, I, I'm just slightly... I think thing, Edward's covered most of the positions that I probably would have come up with. Do you think he's missed anything, David, in no, terms of I mean, targets?
2: We definitely need full bats who can cross the ball. And you're right, from set-pieces, especially corners, against Leicester, we had how many um, corners, and we just don't seem to ever get to the end. I mean, yeah, the ports was a rarity, but if you work out our return from corners versus probably Liverpool's or anyone else, I bet it's Well, I can tell you,
3: my son started counting actually last (laughs) season (laughs) and it was well over 100 without scoring. Ah, But but then, if you look at the statistics, I think you'd find that most clubs uh, have very few Consequences, positive consequences from a, from a corner, but we are we are worse than most. But the left back situation, I think, is really really interesting because we've been talking about this lad Chilwell. That, you know, we mm. might go for him. Where was Mendy yesterday? Oh, Did anyone yeah. see Mendy? No, we, he, was, uh, not yeah. he I, was not there. He was not there. Why happens. was he not there? Mangala oh. wasn't there either. I can sort of understand that more because it's just not been. Well, Mendy same. would have got a medal, wouldn't he? he played five games, didn't I he? I would yeah. thought so. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now he might be receiving treatment in Barcelona. He might, I think he's
2: in Barcelona. Is he Yeah. Oh. I think he got told to get himself sorted out. Oh, right. Okay, so well, maybe my... Well, imagine. The, I maybe view. my
3: conspiracy theory is not as uh, valid wrong, as I imagine.
2: But maybe he got told stairway, to stay away, get yourself fit. Yeah. Because they didn't want him dancing around on a...
3: Yeah, you know, okay. saw that, so that, <laughs> yeah. that, I mean, obviously, although I'm a fan of Zinchenko, as I said, and I think he's worth developing, uh, there is obviously a case for if Mendy's not going to perform for us or he's not going to, you know, be, be with us at all, there's a case for someone else there. Obviously, Fernandini, issue needs resolving. There's talk of Gundogan wanting away anyway because he's not got a regular first team spot. Uh, so that's that's something. But then. Let's hope we can buy some players. Let's hope we're not subject to anything mm. that precludes us from buying Indeed. players. So,
2: do you not think, in a way, they're probably <coughs> going to go straight if they want to get to June the 1st? Yes. And they'll be straight in there be, and knowing they'll buy a load of players knowing if there's a problem. <laughs> yes. Sure I, think, I wonder about. if they're preparing for that. May well, be
0: the uh, well, knowing the club as I do, yeah. I'll be very surprised if they're not. Yeah,
2: no, I'm sure they are.
0: Uh, I'm going to ask you for your kind of favourite uh, moments of the season. Uh, But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. So before the break, I said to my three guests, we'll be uh, having a bit of a look back at the season and asking some of their favourite moments. So let's start with goal of the season, please. David Blakeney, your goal of the season.
2: It's a no-brainer. Vinny. Vinny against Leicester? Absolutely. I-
0: I'm going to go for a goal that wasn't a goal, which is the Raheem
1: <laughs> Sterling against Tottenham. But just, just that moment, and I know it was taken away from us about two minutes later, but just to be there and have that happen. Uh, was was really, really special. And to this day, I'm I'm still taking it as a goal.
3: I'm going to put that incident in another category, which so, we'll come to yeah. later. I <laughs> <laughs> um, have just yeah. written that down. Go- goal of the scene, I'm afraid I've got to agree with David, the Vinnie goal. It reminded me, actually, of uh, when we first won the Premiership and Yaya Turi's two goals mm. at Newcastle away. Mm. When I was there watching that game mm. and those were so... You know, it didn't decide anything there and then, but they were part and parcel of our recovery and our surge to the top against all the odds. So, yeah, I think it was in that category. And it was just... Just such a wonderful moment for him and for the club and for all the City fans who you know, have admired him so much over, over the years.
0: Can I give you, I'd agree with everything you said, can I just give you one that I think runs at a very close second for mm. very different reasons? And that is Gundogan's goal against Stretford following 44 passes by Manchester Oh, yes. City. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That and was, I think people yeah. forget that. Yeah. But to yeah. have that, just yes. I've that watched was, that a few yeah. times yeah. since yeah. Yeah. 44 yeah. passes, they did not have a touch. Yeah, that. yeah that people amazing. do. And I think Vinny's goal has kind of eclipsed that. But, but for me, he was against to, United. Totally. To, to <laughs> Totally, totally different type of goal but I think we should in our review of the season yeah, yeah. It, no, it's, up, nice. it's up there for me yeah.
3: Can I just interrupt one very briefly Please. to share with share with you something that I saw earlier in the week which is Joanna Lake Paul Lake's wife who's mm. a very good writer and very witty mm. woman uh, regarding uh, Manchester United and their, their failure to her mate the Champions League. She said, I see that Solskjaer has gone for the Norway option in Europe, but not quite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> My treat of the week. She's yeah. excellent. Brilliant. Follow Joe Lake on Twitter. She is fantastic. Uh, so, second one, then, is player of the season. Uh, Edward, okay. you go well, well,
1: special mentions for Edison, Sterling, Aguero and Laporte, but it's got to be Bernardo Silva. I just think he has epitomised everything that's been... Uh, fantastic about, about the way City have played, their, their attitude, their never-give-up um, approach to every single game. He's pitched in with important goals. He's got a good number of assists. But ultimately, it's just, he's such a, 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 a fabulous person to watch play
2: football. And he's taken us to another level. OK, good. I think, again, special mention, Edison, <laughs> who's wonderful. Sterling, who has been superb, occasionally still prone to being a bit inconsistent. I think the last few games he hasn't been as good. Bernardo has been just consistent in everything he's done, the way he runs, his, um, his lungs, God knows what, how his lungs work, <laughs> but just everything about him. And the ball sticks with it. Someone said he's a bit like Tevez, when he just ball sticks, when he doesn't give up any work rate, he's he's a bit of a terror, someone said today. I probably tend to agree with that.
3: John? You've got every TV presenter's nightmare. You've got a panel who agree with each other all the time and don't don't have a row, don't have an argument, because I've got to say Bernardo as well. I mean, he's played all over the place. He... I mean, he's the first name on the team sheet, according to Pep, and it's very easy to see why. He's bright, he's intelligent, he's hard-working, he runs like a, you know, a marathon athlete. I mean, staggering performances. Uh, yeah, there's no, I mean, it's a no-brainer for me. So why has Sterling won players... Writer, writer's, writer's Player of the Year and Young Player of the Year
0: ahead of, of Bernardo
3: I think that was a, the, I think those decisions are taken uh, uh, long before the end of the season I think that it was to some extent a reflection of what Sterling did quite admirably in, in reaction to the racist abuse he got and, and the treatment he got from some of the media I think the media the writers were feeling a bit guilty, perhaps. Uh not to say that Sterling doesn't deserve it, but I think there's all those things came into that decision. But I'm very glad, delighted Rohim got it because he's been he's been great off a little bit. I agree with you, David. The last, last last few games, not quite as sharp as he has been, but we can have no complaints. I think seventeen goals. I think from Raheem Sterling, as you know, and God knows how many assists as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, sadly, I'm agreeing with you all as well. Yeah. It, uh, I think uh, he he just pips Sterling to the post as well. He would be my player of the year as well. I'm sure City fans will vote him that as well. He's, yeah. Uh, he's one of three with Aguero, isn't he? Of yeah. course, they're the three who are up for the the vote. Uh, biggest disappointment, then, John. You, well, you it's kick easy, off
3: with... dead easy. I mean, I I, I have. Never f- had my emotions go from so high to so low at any football game in all the 60-odd years I've been watching Manchester City. You know That Tottenham game was just... I, I couldn't believe it. I, I walked out after that game uh, into, the, into, the, into the lounge where they kind of gave me a glass of wine, <laughs> and I saw David Moyes, Mike Summerby, and Franley, and I said, what the hell was all that about? What? None of us could work it out. And then when we did find out what had happened, it made it even worse, actually, you know. Yeah. It was awful, just awful, awful. Edward awful. thinks
2: it was a goal. David? <laughs> the same moment. Really? I've never felt so sick watching City as I did. I was choked. I, I, I just, for the next day, choked. So, definitely...
1: Edward? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can't really look beyond it. I mean, but I that was my favourite goal,
0: by the way. If you can't have it, as a bigger disappointment as well, can you? <laughs> well, yeah, that, you can't have it in both categories, surely. Yeah.
1: My favourite goal is the one we're going to score to win the FA Cup final on oh, Saturday. See. That's <laughs> what that one's going to be. Uh, but, well, it's, it's the Vinny goal, isn't it? Not think, for nothing you know. with the apologies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, actually, you know, in, in terms of disappointment, actually, it was when Kevin De Bruyne went off injured the second for a second time, and it was just... You have to remember, last season, he was monumental. I mean, he was far and above any other player uh, apart from Salah the, uh, in the whole of the Premier League and, you know, and and again he's another one of those players, just to be there and be in the presence of him playing football and some of the passes that only he can make, to not have that sort of, th- that part of the, the drama and the theatre that we all Go and um, go and enjoy at the Etihad was was a real disappointment, and I just hope next season he's back on fire. And if he is, I think you know that's going to be like
0: having a, another. Um, you know, 150 million pound player coming New back season. into the team. Uh, I'm going for a slightly different one, and this is kind of looking at the time. I wasn't sure what the significance was, but but looking back now, the two penalty misses I think for yeah, against yeah. Liverpool yeah. for Mares and against Spurs for Aguero, yeah. respectively. Those two penalty misses for me are the biggest disappointment yeah. because that could have been changed our season in some way. Yeah, I agree. Uh, finally, I'm going, to, I'm going to wrap this up, just, just, just marks out of 10 here, so I'm not going to split necessarily the manager and the team, so just your marks out of 10 before we look forward briefly to the, to the FA Cup final. David, marks out of 10 for this fabulous season, even before the FA Cup?
2: I think nine. John? Oh, I'll, I'll go for 10. You're 10
3: already, I mean, whatever it, happens to the it's FA Cup is an isn't astonishing 10? achievement, an unbelievable mm-hmm. achievement. Edward, C- can you go for eleven?
1: Is that like, yeah, yeah, yeah? yeah. Let's, go, let's go. Let's go for eleven. Yeah. I mean, the, I, but I get I get Dave's point is that they, they need to feel that there's there's more. We need in the, the tank. FA Cup. There's, a, there's another there's yeah. another level, and that's it the way is, Pep yeah. operates. He's got they've got to feel that there's um, you know another place that they can get to, and that will then <clears> drive them on and hopefully win us uh,
0: a third league title in a row. Unprecedented. Domestic treble never, ever been done in the history of this wonderful that's country massive. of ours. It, that's that, that's been huge. been underplayed. Well, yeah. I'm not. How am we, I'm, we I'm the not, Charity Shield? Excuse me, you're intro- I'm, I'm overplaying it. You're interrupting me. I'm <laughs> giving it a big build-up, and you, you, you've you blown me out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> so, David, it could happen. City could do it. One win away against Watford, and, it, and, it, and it's three trophies. Three. Well, if you count the Community yeah. Shield, I'm looking forward to yeah. that team photo... Yeah. With a Community Shield, yeah. with a Carabao Cup, with the FA Cup and the Premier League yeah. Trophy. Can you imagine that? All four.
2: That's a Super Cup at the end of the day, it's, isn't it? The Charity Shield is still a Super Cup that they have in Italy and Spain and make a big thing of can it. You, that parade around the city yeah. of
0: Manchester on yeah. the yeah. with all yeah. four trophies, that would be the unbelievable. The big thing for
2: me winning yesterday was the thought that we go to a cup final knowing we can then create history. Yeah, That's the massive bonus from yesterday
0: what's going to stop us winning it then what's going to get in the way I know we all want to win it it's a stupid question we
3: know that what's going to stop us winning it well one
2: of those Wigan moments really isn't it
3: those of us who as I've said so many times before are still still panicking when we're 3-0 with 10 minutes to go it's got a long long bitter disappointment over the years we'll always go to Wembley thinking "Mm, it's not going to be Wigan again is it you know no, I'm sure it won't be. We, won't. We, you know, we, there's no reason why we shouldn't beat Watford at all. No although, reason whatsoever.
2: Can I just? I went to fortunately, I went to the PFA awards, and I saw Luther Blissett there. And I sat next to Luther Blissett at a dinner. A golf do about six months. A ago. Former Watford player, of course. It's Watford legend. Sure. He told me confidently that he's dreamt that a Wigan moment is going to happen. And well, he would Waterford say that, wouldn't he? Away. He would say that, wouldn't he? I know, I'm just saying that, you know, sure. they are... You know, no, I mean, be up but they him. do believe they. What he really meant was they believe of they course. can do a Wigan, of course, yeah. and you know, that's their inspiration is probably did, watching did, that Wigan game. They did Wolves didn't they? They did, yeah.
3: yeah. They're
1: no mugs. They're no. no they're not they're, not. they're not. a walkover. And you know, we were at the Vicarage Road game we won two one, and we were. You know, it was squeaky bum time in the last five five ten yeah, minutes, wasn't it, was. it? It was, and you know, they're a, they're a big physical team. They're well organised. They um, they've got goals in them. Uh, they, they can be very very solid at the back. So you know, I think. I think the pitch at Wembley is helpful to us. First of all, uh, it can get watered. That will be nice. So we can play with a, a pitch that actually the ball moves around. Um, but also I think, you know, D- David and both John have said that, you know, th- there's history here for us. Mm. You know, Ferguson never did this. And for all, you know, all the yes, many, many league titles exactly. they won. Uh, and they did have a form of a treble, but it was, never, it was not a domestic treble. Yeah. Um, so this is the chance for us to be the first ever team uh, to do it and you know that you can't have any more motivation than that and I just sensed the players you know they celebrated hard um, you know, looking at a photo of, of Kyle Walker there with the, with the champagne um, spurting all over the place but there was still a sense that there's a job to do and I think that's again where Pep's going to
0: be the difference on the day I hope you're right it's been an absolute joy and a pleasure thank Likewise. you to my three, three guests to John Stapleton to David Blakeney and to Edward Timpson. This is Nigel Rothman saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Brooks. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.